0: Do you know what the actual weight of your RV is when all of your gear is in it? Do you know what the GVWR, UVR, and CCC are? Are you certain beyond measure that the trailer you are towing is a good match to the tow vehicle you're towing it with? We're covering all this on today's show. Towing Safety 101 on Girl Camper. My name is Janine Pettit, and I'm a girl camper. I go places and do things with other adventurous and curious women. We camp like girls in tents, vans, travel trailers, motorhomes, and even cars. We travel solo and in groups to girl camping gatherings large and small, to bucket list destinations with friends, or on our own to wherever the wind blows us. On this show, we'll talk about the qualities of a girl camper and how you can be a girl camper too. The girl campers are having a party and you're invited. Stay tuned while we share what's happening on the back roads of America the Beautiful. Today's episode is brought to you by our consortium of girl camper friendly RV dealerships. General RV with 12 locations in the US, Setzer's World of Camping in Huntington, West Virginia, and Bankston Motorhomes with three locations in Alabama and two in Tennessee. Also providing sponsorship are our friends at Kemco Manufacturing, makers of over 4,000 products for your RV, boat, and tailgating needs. And of course, Liberty Outdoors, manufacturers of the award-winning Max and Mini Max travel trailers. Thank you, Girl Camper sponsors, for allowing me to bring great RV content to outdoor enthusiasts everywhere. Welcome, I'm Janine Pettit, Girl Camping ambassador, blogger, adventurist, and podcaster, and this is episode 166 of Girl Camper, the podcast. On today's show, I'm walking you through the basics of matching your tow vehicle with your RV. I'm often asked, what kind of vehicle do I need to tow a vintage cruiser or a Max trailer? Someone may have their eye on a specific trailer they want, and they're looking to make sure they get the tow vehicle that's large enough to safely tow it. Conversely, people may have a tow vehicle already, and they're looking for an RV that's going to be a good match for it. They'll write to me and they'll ask me to recommend an RV that can be safely towed by a Ford Escape or a Toyota Highlander something they already own and want to keep. On today's show, I'm breaking down and defining the terms associated with towing safety. I'm laying out the formula used to determine what size RV can be safely towed by what size tow vehicle and what the risks are involved in not following these principles. Stay tuned. Before we head into our featured topic, I have a message from our friends at Campco. You know Campco? They make things. Things for boating, things for tailgating, things for grilling, things for RVing. They also make all the stuff we need to operate, maintain, and repair those boats and RVs. One of my favorite new things from Campco is their collapsing Adirondack table. This is just such a great thing to have around the campsite. I don't know about you, but everything I sit down with when I sit down around that campfire doesn't really fit in the little cup holder in my chair. So I've got these great little tables. They fold flat so they're super easy to store. They're lightweight, weather resistant. They come in two sizes. A 12-inch high table with a surface space of 12 by 15 and a 19 and a half inch high table with a surface space of 14 by 15. They're one of those America's Choice items on Amazon, which means everybody loves them. Everybody keeps buying them. So, twelve ninety nine on Amazon. You can also check them out at the Teardrop Shop. Thank you, Campco, for making camping even more fun and, and prettier. Frankly, prettier. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. I'm not doing a news roundup today because I'm jumping right into this topic. I covered this topic way back in episode number 13 with my friend Walter Cannon. That's something you should go back and listen to. But there have been so many new followers since then. I want to bring this back up to the top of our discussions because it is just so important. Really, nothing is more important than our own personal safety and the personal safety of others that we share a road with every time we get out there and go someplace. Now, a couple of weeks ago on the Girl Camper Facebook page, one of our new members posted a photo of her new tow vehicle. Honestly, don't remember what the tow vehicle was. I just remember that it was very pretty and everybody kept asking what was the tow package. So she responded and said the tow package was 2,000 pounds. Well, naturally then, a lot of women wanted to know, what kind of trailer are you towing? Because if the tow capacity is only 2,000 pounds, what are you towing? Well, as it turns out, she chose a very small teardrop trailer that only weighed 1,200 pounds. Everyone on site began chiming in that she had to be very careful about what she put in it. Now, I doubt if she could fit 800 pounds of gear into a teardrop or that she would even want to stuff that much stuff in there. But once she adds her gear and her gasoline to that tow vehicle and an extra person in the passenger seat, she's going to be very close to capacity on that. Now with a teardrop trailer, she's probably going to be fine under normal circumstances. And I say normal circumstances because what's important to keep in mind is that you want your rig to operate at capacity in its best way under abnormal circumstances. Because that is the circumstance that may lead to something where you need everything to be working really well. So you can be driving down the road, a crosswind, someone cutting in front of you, you need to get up a hill quickly, an 18-wheeler goes pushing by and blowing all kinds of wind your way. These are the circumstances that can cause a sway and that can cause an incident to happen and you want your rig set up in a way that you are able to be safe under all circumstances. So what I want to do here today is I want to start by defining terms that the industry created which allows us to to determine towing safety. So each one of these terms comes with a number that is specific to your tow vehicle or RV. Once you determine those numbers, you can apply a formula that will give you the number of pounds you can safely tow with your tow vehicle. So after that, I want to talk about some of the things that could go wrong if we don't pay close attention to this. So let's start with the RV. Each RV comes with a sticker that's going to give you this information. The term I want to start with is GVWR. GVWR stands for Gross Vehicle Weight Rating. This number indicates the maximum amount of weight that can be carried in that RV. That would be fully loaded how much weight it can hold. It's what the industry has determined through federal guidelines that the frame, the axle, and the wheels can accommodate. It's a federal law that each RV or travel trailer or motorhome that leaves the factory must have this number in the left front corner of the outside of the trailer on a non-removable plate. I went outside and took a picture of mine and I'm going to put it in the blog post that goes along with this so you can take a look at what it looks like there. The next number that we want to look at is something called the UVW, that's the Unloaded Vehicle Weight. This is sometimes referred to as dry weight, and a lot of times people will say, oh, the dry weight is this, the dry weight is that. You're not going to tow it empty where you're going, so this number really doesn't matter. If an RV dealership starts telling you what the dry weight is, skip right over that and tell him to tell you what the GVWR is. When a travel trailer leaves the factory, each one of those trailers is individually weighed. So the weight for that trailer, the UVW weight, the unloaded weight, is connected to your specific VIN number. So you can have two trailers, the exact same trailer, manufactured on the same day at the same plant, and it's possible that they would have two different UVW ratings, and that's because. It might depend on what options get put on that trailer. Let's take an awning, for instance. An awning is pretty heavy. I had an awning put on my Riverside Retro at the factory. I kind of just changed my mind. I didn't get it at first, and then I got there, and I said, oh, gosh, I wish I had done that, and they added it on. So they added that on after they had given me the UVW number, and it changed it by a lot. That awning was heavy. Another thing that it could be added on is a lot of people say, you know what, I want a second propane tank. So if you put that second 30-pound propane tank on your tongue, empty, that thing weighs 25 pounds. When a 30-pound propane tank is full, it weighs 54 pounds. So keep this in mind. This UVW weight is taken when they're finished off the assembly line. So when you bring that thing home and you do any modifications to it at all, even before you put one thing in it, every mod that you make is going to add to your UVW. Okay, the third term we're going to talk about here is the CCC, the Cargo Carrying Capacity. This number is also on the label in the front left corner of your RV. It can also sometimes be found on a little yellow sticker that is on the screen door or inside the panel of the door. If you have a max trailer, it's not gonna be there because that space is very, very narrow and it's a collapsible screen. But it in my case, it is on the number on the outside left uh, plate in the trailer. Now this number tells you How much weight you can add to your RV when you're packing it. Sometimes it is shockingly low. On my Riverside Retro, it was under 400 pounds. The CCC cargo carrying capacity on my Liberty Outdoors is 660 pounds. This means that the axle and the tires are not rated to carry more than this weight. It's not just random. The axle and the tires are designed for this amount of weight. So pay attention to that number. Now, if you take the gross vehicle weight rating and you deduct the unloaded vehicle weight, you should get your cargo carrying capacity. There's the little formula there. So GVWR minus the UVW equals your cargo carrying capacity. Now, so I wanna talk about this. On my own Max, the GVWR on my Max trailer is 3,800 pounds. So when all is said and done, that thing cannot weigh more than 3,800 pounds when I got everything in it. So when I deduct the 3,140 pounds that it weighed when it was empty, coming from the factory, dry weight as most people like to say, I do arrive at that number of 660 pounds. So if you know... Those two numbers, you can get your cargo carrying capacity. I can't carry more than 660 pounds in my trailer. The last term I wanna talk about, relating to the RV yourself, the travel trailer, or the motor home, and I'm really talking about travel trailers here, because that's what most of us are using. The last term I wanna talk about is the tongue weight. So tongue weight is simply the downward force that the tongue of the trailer exerts on the hitch that is coming out of your vehicle. Experts agree that the acceptable tongue weight for any trailer is somewhere between 9 to 15% of the gross trailer weight. So for simple math, if your trailer weighed 1,000 pounds, you wouldn't want to have more than 90 to 150 pounds sitting on the tongue weight. So those are things that are really important for us to know. I'm going to pause for a minute here. I'm going to talk about our friends at Bankston, and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the ratings connected to your tow vehicles and how these all tie together. Hold on. bangston motorhomes has five locations in southeast three in alabama and two in tennessee they're a number one best in business award winner that has been helping families make their rv travel dreams come true since the 1970s whether you're looking for a motorhome a fifth wheel a travel trailer bankston has something for you and right now they are getting ready to bring in all their new inventory i had so much fun with the team from bankston's at rvx in salt lake city they were picking up all the new stuff and it's coming to a location near you they carry so many of our girl camper favorite models including that winnebago uh winnebago travato the r-pod of course my personal favorite the max trailer by liberty outdoors if you want to look at what they have, head on over to BankstonMotorhomes.com. Bankston's has no S. It's BankstonMotorhomes.com or go over to GirlCamper.com and follow the link. Thank you, Bankston, for making Girl Camper dreams from, come true and for getting on board and helping all of us choose the right RV by hosting things like Camper Colleges for us. Thank you, Bankston. Welcome back, everyone. Let's move on now and talk about tow vehicles. Your tow vehicle also has ratings that you need to be aware of. There are three numbers to concern yourself with in your tow vehicle. So the GVWR is just like your travel trailer. Tow vehicles have a gross vehicle weight rating as well. Now, where you find this on your tow vehicle is on the driver's door. It's either, either on the door itself on the side panel or it's inside the door jam. Once in a blue moon, they actually put them underneath the door. You may look everywhere and not see it. And it's on the bottom side of the door. I've seen it happen. It's so dumb. I can't believe it. Then you got to stick your phone under there and take an upside down picture and blow it up and get it, or lay on the ground in the gravel and look upwards. But anyway, it is on there and that's where you can find it. This number reflects the maximum amount of weight that the vehicle can have in total. It's made up of the weight of the vehicle itself. What's in it and the tongue weight of anything that it is pulling, everything all together, it can't weigh more than whatever that number is. Now, the cargo carrying capacity number is also listed on the door of your tow vehicle. Basically, it's the same thing. That tells you how much stuff you can put in the tow vehicle. The dry weight, which is the weight empty, but with a small amount added for gas is a little trickier to find. You can find this in your owner's manual, I mean, I flipped through that thing for the longest time, but then I came back in the house and I did this other thing. So there is a website and you can put your VIN number in it and it gives you all of the information about your tow vehicle. I'm actually going to put that link in the show notes here. There's a couple of different people that have this. I went to NorthAmericanMotoring.com. So, if you put in com, it's actually in forums slash VIN decoder. You're going to be able to put your VIN number in there and you are going to get a plethora of information. I actually scrolled down. I, I put in my own VIN number. I got my specific Ford and then it's four or five pages or screenshots. So I scrolled that whole thing, taking a screenshot of each one. So I have that information now. I don't have to look up this thing again. I have looked it up before, but that's a good thing to kind of save and have. It gave me all kinds of information. Otherwise, you are getting information about your model. So if I had just looked up, Ford, uh, 2014 Ford F-150. There's all kinds of different. I have a Lariat. It could have been something else. It could have been a short bed, a long bed, an extended bed, a two door, a four door. This way, it's all the information is about your specific um, vehicle. So there's one last number you have to concern yourself with. And this is called the gross combined weight rating. I always want to say something else for that C. The GCWR, which is the gross combined weight rating, that is the total of the GVWR for your tow vehicle and the RV together. So let's say you have a fully loaded RV and you have your fully loaded tow vehicle and you put these things together. Those two weights together cannot exceed the gross combined weight rating. So you have to make sure you're not exceeding that. Okay, I wanna talk about the cargo carrying capacity for a minute. So mine in my tow vehicle, in my max it's 660 pounds, but my tow vehicle is 1,246 pounds. So if I took the 1,246 pounds allowed in my tow vehicle, the first thing I'm going to have to do is to deduct the tongue weight of my trailer. That number comes off the cargo carrying capacity of your tow vehicle right off the bat. So the tongue weight on the max is 330 pounds. So before I have put one thing in my truck, I have to reduce my CCC from 1246 pounds, deduct my tongue weight, and I have a starting point once I hook that trailer on there. I can only now put 916 pounds worth of stuff in my truck itself. So you would be shocked at how quickly this stuff adds up. Add your camping gear, your tools, your cooler. If your cooler is loaded, add your gas in the tank, your water bottles, your kayak, if you're carrying that, the paddles, the vest, and myself, my purse, my laptop, my snacks, my drink. When I was looking at all of these numbers today, I was thinking of when I was loading that truck two years ago to go to Yellowstone, and I knew I was going to be gone for four weeks. So I had a bit the big Dometic cooler in the back behind the front seat because I wanted to have um, cool snacks and things. I wanted to be able to be on the road all day long with the trailer disconnected. I had all kinds of gear in there. It was just a whole lot of stuff. The back of that truck was packed to capacity, and I had a lot of stuff in the rear seat as well. So you'd be surprised at how quickly it adds up. Now, let me talk about loading the trailer. In my own trailer, I've got 660 pounds to work with, right? So the first thing I need to do is to deduct anything I added to the trailer while I was making it my own. So when you go in there and you add all your decorative things and you don't think that stuff is adding up... (laughs) But just think of how heavy it is when you're carrying it in there. Everything you hang on the wall, any kind of changes you make in there, decorative items you bring in there, all of that has to come off right away. The first thing I deduct is everything I added with my original dry weight. That dry weight number is just the trailer. So add 100 pounds right off the bat for a marine battery. When they weigh that trailer, it's got none of that stuff on it. I like the second propane tank in mine. So a 30-pound propane tank that's full weighs 54 pounds. I have two of them. So that's 108 pounds right there. The battery's another 100 pounds. So I only have 660, and I got 200 pounds of stuff on the tongue right there. So you're already bringing me down to like 450 here. Now add your food, canned goods water bottles, liquids in the refrigerator. When you carry liquids, bottles of soda, all of those things, they're heavy. Liquids are really heavy. Coffee, sugar, all the items that you stock. Now add your clothes, your bedding, your towels, your bath gear, pots, pans, cutting boards, glasses, cutlery, dishes. If you bring any books with you, books are heavy items too. Now that's just the inside of the trailer. Now go fill up your outdoor cargo space with your outdoor rugs, your hoses, your fishing gear, your chairs, your outdoor furniture, your lighting, your grilling supplies, all your cast iron and Dutch oven cooking. And then fill your water tank even one third full. Like I never, of course, drive around with a full water tank because water is heavy. So if you have a 30 gallon tank, and water weighs eight pounds a gallon, you're driving around with an extra almost 250 pounds in your trailer. But I generally do keep it about one quarter full when I'm driving because if I stop at a bathroom or someplace where there isn't a bathroom, just a rest stop place, and I want to use the bathroom and wash my hands or wash your dish or something, I do want water available to me. So you've got to add that water. Okay. This stuff adds up really quickly, and I'm going over this because it's safety first here at Girl Camper. The impact of not following these guidelines can be as simple as an increase in fuel costs. So the more gear you put in your trailer, you've got to get it there, and you know how you get it there? By pushing on the gas pedal. So everything you bring with us, we all bring with us, we use gas to get it where we're going. So when you're standing there loading it saying, am I willing to pay what percentage of my gas bill per mile to take this thing here? It's a one way you should stop and think about that. Another thing is that the more we're carrying, the slower we're getting there. Hopefully you're slowing down when your trailer is heavier You're not going to have the get up and go that you would have, unless you have a really big tow vehicle compared to what you're towing behind you. In the least case scenario, what is happening is it's taking us longer to get there. It's costing us more in gas. There is a burden in having a lot of stuff, especially if your trailer is very small, because it's closing in on you. But in the worst case scenario, it could be the cause of an accident that could be really devastating and could cause a loss of life. And I know we don't like to think about all of those things. But when something goes wrong, that could be the end result. So we have to think about that. So if you don't have that horsepower that you need to get up the hill quickly, or you are overloaded on your pin weight, another thing that can happen is you can start swaying. And once you start swaying, really serious things can happen there. When I think about this, when I know all of this stuff now, and I look back to when I was a newbie 13 years ago, I literally, I, I just make the sign of the cross and go, thank you God, because I must have had many guardian angels getting me where I was going. I, I don't even like to say this out loud. I don't even like people to know I did this, but years and years ago, um With my very first trailer, I had a Mercury Mountaineer and it had a tow package of fifty five hundred pounds and It said that my trailer on the title weighed nine hundred pounds. actually, when I sold it and it was empty and I took it to a weigh station, it actually weighed thirteen hundred pounds, so a lot of modifications had been made to that trailer since I purchased since the title was printed in 1959. So it wasn't the 900 pounds I thought it was. And I'm quite certain that I had at least a 1,000 pounds worth of junk in it. But then I took that on a trip. And we went to um, Tennessee from New Jersey. So I had a bunch of girls in my Mercury Mountaineer. And we used the trailer... (laughs) like a U-Haul. Everybody came and dumped their duffel bags. So when we got to the um, campground, everybody was sleeping in a rented cabin. I was going to sleep alone in my camper, but I took four other women with me. So I had five adults in the tow vehicle with me. Everybody's gear was thrown on the back of the bed. So you know what that happens? It actually lifts the tongue weight off lifts uh, and and pushes the back down and if all that weight is on the back of the trailer no sway bar had no sway bar and that thing starts to sway all that weight on the back is just going to make that thing fishtail so badly it had so much stuff in it that with the five girls in the car it had three rows of seating with the five girls in the car we still did not have enough room and my husband went out in the rain and put one of those bubbles on the top of my car. And we threw more stuff in the top of the car. I drove that all the way from New Jersey to Pigeon Forge and back. I, I, I just, I just get sick when I think about it now. It was so not safe. It, it was such a dumb, dumb thing to do. I want everybody to know this. I never come on this show and speak to you like the expert in something. I'm telling you what I have learned and sometimes learned it the hard way. You want to be as safe as you can possibly be. I want you to learn from the dumb things that I did. I am such a nut about this kind of stuff now. I do want to direct you to the experts. So I am going to put many links in the show notes to my friend Walter Cannon. Kudos to Walter. He's a prince among men. Walter is the director of the RV Safety and Education website. He has a great video that explains everything I talked about today. And for those of you who are visual learners, I'm going to put the link for the video um, on the page. So I actually try to embed the video right in the page. Sometimes people have to just have something like that. You have to be able to look at it over and over and over and and just, okay, now I got it. Now I know what they're talking about. Walter is actually going to come on the show in June because every year Walter does a safety course in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. It's at the end of September and I'm going to have Walter come on and talk about it. Several of the girl campers took it and thought it was just the best thing they did. It's very inexpensive. It's like a five day class and it's three hundred and fifty dollars and every day he takes you out there. You can camp or you can bring your own trailer with you and you can get your trailer weighed. You can have it with all your stuff in it. They give driving lessons there one on one. They'll take a look at your rig and, and check it out for safety. It's absolutely worth the money. So Walter is coming on in June and we're going to talk about that. But in the meantime, I want everybody to go over to Walter's site and take a look at this stuff. And I really do hope that this has given you a good general overview of these terms. This is not meant to be a show on the leading um, expert here. I'm not the expert in this at all. I'm directing you to the experts. I'm giving you some information to get your wheels turning. And so you can think about what it is you're really carrying in that and if it's you're doing it safely. So on next week's show, I'm going to be talking about mid-sized tow vehicles that can tow at least 5,000 pounds. So I see this trend happening in the girl camper world where there are so many women who want that lightweight towable. So they'll get something like the Mini Max that weighs like 1,800 pounds or 2,000 pounds. And then they want a tow vehicle that is 3,500 pounds. And honestly, It, you know, when you start loading those things up, you've got to be very careful. I just want everybody to think about that midsize SUV. So, when I was at the New York Auto Show last week, that's what I was researching that midsize SUV that has a tow package of 5,000 pounds. So, Check in next week and see what these available tow vehicles are. I want to thank you all for coming on the show today. I also want to thank our sponsors, Liberty Outdoors. They do so much for me and for Girl Campers, and I thank them for being on board sponsoring our show. Our friends at Camco, making so many things that make our lives fun, and our great RV dealerships. Bankston Motorhomes in Alabama and Tennessee, General RV with 13 locations around the country, and our friends at Setzer's World of Camping in Huntington, West Virginia. That's a wrap for me this week, everybody. Have a great week.